Hello and welcome back to the Footy Casuals Podcast. So it's been a while, but we are back. And I don't want to call it a segment. I guess you could call it a segment, but one thing I'd like for us to do every international break, I guess we can call it um, our, um, our little international checkpoint where we check in on uh, stuff happening around the globe, see how the tables are going, see how teams are doing, whether anybody's gone up or down, any crazy things in the top five leagues and all that good stuff. Uh, but before we get into that good stuff, we'll be talking about some of the topics. But before we get started, hello, Brian. How are you doing today? Hello, I am well. Definitely long time no see. It's honestly felt like so much longer than it's been. But I mean, I'm excited to be back and get some more topics in here. So hopefully everything goes smoothly today. But yeah, it's definitely excited. And the international break does give us a little, a little time to just think back look at the club see how everybody's doing so yeah i'm definitely excited that is good yep we are happy to be back us with our crazy schedules it's not always easy to uh get these recorded right now our schedules have shifted even more so it may be even harder now but um that's just how it is sometimes that's how world is that's how life is you know we just gotta we'll roll figure with it the out punches. yeah like we'll figure it out Yep, exactly. But to get things started, like I said, since we haven't recorded in a while, obviously things happen every day and we can't cover everything daily. Like, I'm sure people see this in the, like, breaking news. This, 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 this happened and it's great and I know it's good and all. obviously for, um, I guess, I don't say the algorithm, but, like, traction and, and viewership because people are going to be interested in the topic and they're going to flock to whoever talks about it. But, like I said, we haven't been able to, so we're going to touch up on some stuff now. So, first and foremost, I have breaking news, Brian. What is your breaking news? My breaking news is that Barcelona are frauds. <laughs> and <laughs> they have been fraud. exposed. They have finally been exposed for being Barcelona. Var. And mm. Yes. As we so have. You say that, but. Var is its own problem right now, so. But what are your thoughts? I'll get your thoughts first as a Madrid fan. Because I feel like our thoughts will be different. So I want to hear your thoughts first. Go ahead. Yeah, so it's funny because they call us Var var Madrid, but here we are, (laughs) Barcelona being convicted of actually being um, a part of some type of scandal that has been kind of rumored and hinted at for ages. So for all those that live under a rock, because this story is not brand new, which is funny enough, I think it was reported like two days before we recorded our last episode. No, no, two days before we posted the last episode. I can't remember the last time we recorded, but it's probably a while ago, but it was published on the 28th of September, um, and we uploaded on the 30th, and we are here on the 12th. So it's been a bit, but basically, long story short, Barcelona has been charged, I believe, with bribery over 7 million euros and payments and referee scandal so pretty much uh former president uh josep maria bartomeo who was the president for a long time um he kind of set them up but he also set them back also he is pretty much the one that made barcelona bankrupt so we applaud that man for making them go bankrupt (laughs) 
yes, but also he's part of the bribery scandal, which is we're not okay with. So obviously there's a lot of dodgy calls back in the day with refs when it came to Barcelona, and it's obviously coming out now that they did, in fact, they were found, I believe, allegedly, they're allegedly, we're going to say allegedly, found guilty. Yes, allegedly. (laughs) Just to cover our backs here, because allegedly. They're cheats and and frauds, but allegedly. Um, So, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, if you, I feel like the only league in the top five that actually does anything about this type of stuff seems like it's the Serie A. Yeah, that's it. Every other league seems like they don't do anything. Um, you don't really hear about it. Um, so I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if they're gonna get a point deduction. Obviously, there's no way they can strip them of all their trophies. That's just not gonna happen. Um, and they're not gonna relegate them. I they don't have the balls to relegate them. <laughs> they do not. They should, cause it'd be hilarious. Yeah. But they don't have the balls no, to do, do it. it. They won't do it. They, they don't. They won't do it. They know that what will happen to the league if they do that. Um, but yeah, that's that's just how things are. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not angry. I just find it hilarious, man, because they always say that we're cheating and bribing and fixing matches, yeah. and then they're found guilty of all this shit. It's just hilarious, you know. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just I'm here for the downfall. I'm just saying I'm here for the downfall, <laughs> and I'm excited about it. Let's hope something happens. If nothing happens, then I'm gonna be pissed off. But I don't want to hear any more comments from these. Branded Barca fans, where they say that Madrid is corrupt and they fix things. I don't want to hear a single word out of them because they have no, they have no two feet to stand on at the moment. I think that's how the saying goes, something like that. Yeah, they don't have any feet to stand on because they were literally caught doing this stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my take. What about you, Brian, as a neutral? Because I mean, I think during those years where they're doing this stuff. Chelsea were famously robbed in the Champions yeah, League semifinals. Famously robbed. And it was the most blatant and obvious robbery of all time. Exactly. But, as right. as Brian's one of Brian's idols, Didier Drogba says, It's a disgrace. Literally, it's a disgrace. My man was just getting thrown everywhere. People was like stomping on him. Like it, it was just the most obvious game that there was obviously something going on. But so my thoughts. My my initial thoughts were, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I was like, I not that I didn't expect them to be caught of, like, cheating at some point. Because I was just like, I definitely do feel like there was bribery. But my first thought was, I feel like a lot of teams are actually, like, doing this type of stuff. They just haven't been caught yet. So, like, the fact that Barcelona got caught, obviously, it's like... It's obviously not a good thing. I'm not a supporter of it. Like, yes, um, I do think that, like, I feel like since they're a bigger club, it's easier to see and find. However, I do feel there's other clubs that may be smaller. I say smaller, not, like, extremely smaller, but, like, I'm saying because Barcelona Barcelona and, like, Real Madrid, these clubs are, like, at the pinnacle, you know, of the sport. So I feel like that's obviously a club where if you were eventually going to find it was going to be there but there's multiple teams that i do believe probably cheat so 
So I'm not just going to jump on the bandwagon here because, like, you can literally come at me crazy, but I was like, I feel like every team cheats, like, in a way. Like, literally, I'm going to throw my team under the bus here. Like, you can literally look at Chelsea, right? Chelsea and all these contracts they're making and, like, all this, like, stuff that looks like it could be financial fair play. In my eyes, that is cheating. <laughs> like, you are finding, a diff- like, a loophole to to be able to those frauds like make yeah you're you're trying to find loopholes to make stuff happen i was like obviously i'm not gonna call it out because i'm a chelsea fan but i was like i'm not dumb enough to not acknowledge the fact that like in a way that is cheating so i was like i think everybody cheats like every team cheats now barcelona obviously got unfortunately like caught not that it's a good thing that they or not that it's (laughs) a bad thing that they got caught i'm not trying to say that either but I do think a lot of people are, like, making it not an overreaction, but, like, acting like this is the first and only time it's ever happened because it's definitely happened before. However, I do have a lot of, like, takes on it just because I don't kind of understand how you go from here because in my in my eyes, obviously, it's probably you as a Madrid fan. You would hope that Barcelona gets stripped of everything. <laughs> just like that doesn't I mean, happen though I, in any sport. Yeah, well, I think in my eyes, you just can't like it's just one of those things where you just can't strip them of everything because, for me, being a fanatic, it just wouldn't hit right if my team, like, not my team got stripped. My team got something because another team got stripped. You know, like that just wouldn't feel right I'll, knowing that they cheated it still just would not feel right knowing that that's happening because we can't all like all everything aside barcelona at that time was still a good team like we're not just gonna say they literally won everything because like cheating obviously they still had a crazy ass team at that time so we're just gonna like keep that in the back of your head but so like stripping them of everything is kind of crazy in my personal eyes, as a football fan, a point, even a point, like, you can get a point deduction. But if I'm seeing, like, a 20-point, like, deduction or something crazy, or, like, it ruins the league, that would honestly be kind of disappointing just because, like, I feel like this year was supposed to be kind of a big year where, like, we don't know who's actually going to be up there. So we don't know who's going to win the league. And, like, it was going to be interesting and everything. So kind of seeing that, like, this is all happening now is kind of, like, not not sad but definitely does suck knowing the way it could have turned out like it could have been a close race between barcelona and madrid but like obviously this coming now it like ruins a lot of stuff but i do definitely think they should get penalized i don't know how you penalize this like at this magnitude because like it's this big of a club and like all this is going on so I genuinely do not know where you go from this. I think it's something as simple as a simple um, point deduction. I doubt they'll get relegated, like you said. Like, I just can... That's literally almost, like, 99% positive they will not get relegated. Nothing of that magnitude. I can see, like... Well, actually, I don't even know, because I was like, they always get away with money. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro. So, I mean, you can't really do anything with financials either. So, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. I genuinely do not know where it goes from here. But I do know one thing that I can actually hit on is just that I feel like after everything happens, it's kind of setting up Barcelona for a downfall. And I feel bad for Xavi. Like, I feel so bad for him because imagine, like, you come, you're finally getting the club to the right spot. 
And then all this comes out and you have to go back into the locker room and be like, well, guys, we were cheaters. Like, we got caught for cheating. And, like, finding all this stuff out. And even for the players that were playing, whenever, like, this was going on, like, picture you as a player, right? And then you find out that your team was cheating. Like, they were bribing the refs and everything. It kind of even gets you to question yourself. Like, were you good enough to even have won? Like, if there was not refs helping you out? Does that make sense? Like, I don't know. I feel like there's just a lot that goes into... A lot that goes into the situation. I mean, it is tough. It's one of those things that you just kind of not are in shock. You just don't know how to like go about it. So I mean, I don't know how they're gonna get penalized. I feel like there should be a penalty, but I don't think it should be to the extreme of like getting relegated and all that. Because I feel like it's just not good for football. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It could go like a lot of different ways. So. Yeah. You Those are my thoughts. Yeah, you say that, but they have to be punished. Like, you say it like that, but you in the Prem, if City was found guilty of this, you know for a fact that you'd be one of the first ones to be like, yeah, relegate them or take away all their trophies and whatnot. Like, you have but to... You have to punish them. You have to punish, but regu- like, relegation is like, I don't know, like... I feel I like mean, that's just, yeah, I don't know. I, I know like it's extreme. I, yeah, yeah, because I, like, I understand from your perspective, and I understand, like, thinking about it like that, like, yes, but I don't know. I still, I don't know if it's just me type of thing, but, like, a relegation is crazy. I, I don't, okay, this is, let me, let me go back a little bit. I think the reason I feel like this right now is because of how the league was going this year. If the league was not going how it was this year and how competitive it was supposed to be, I feel like I would have felt differently. But based on the fact how competitive it was supposed to be, I feel like it was just going to be entertaining. So seeing a, like a harsh punishment will just be like, not depressing, but it'll just be like, like damn, like we really get to miss out on this on this season because of that, you know? That type of thing. Yeah. But no, I definitely understand your perspective. Like, I... It, 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 I mean, the if they're the, gonna relegate them, it would it wouldn't be until next season. Yeah, it wouldn't be now. So the season would still play out. Um, no, but, but I'm I'm saying right now as of like a massive point deduction, like thinking about that. Yeah. Oh, I get you there. I mean, that seems the most plausible. I mean, it happened last season with Juve. They got, yeah. the, I think, the fifteen or twenty point deduction. I mean, that seems normal. It seems like it could happen. Like I said, I don't yeah. even know if there's a, even ever been a point deduction in La Liga to begin with. And we yeah. talked about this in a previous episode that they barely even had that in the prem to begin with alone. Um, yeah. Yeah, they barely had it. I think it happened once, and it was like ages ago. And um, yeah. you don't really see that. So it's just like, I don't know. Um, like, I'm you curious. never know, though, this yeah, the sport, I'm not going to lie, it is very corrupt. So, like, you can see, you can probably see, like, one of the lightest, if anything, like, one of the lightest um, punishments ever. We don't know. Like, I feel like everything at this point is kind of just, like, up in the air. You really don't know what to expect. But at the same time, I was like, I'm not going to rule out a big punishment because, I mean, at the end of the day, it is cheating. So, they don't want to promote cheating. They don't want that to be what they're known for. So, I feel like they're going to have to make somewhat of an example, but we'll see. I mean, that's what, I feel like that's what they did with Juve, so. Yeah. Yeah, but 
different leagues, so you never know. No, for sure. I don't. I can't find anything. Honestly, I don't think there's ever been a point deduction. Honestly, and um, all I'm seeing is literally like Juve, Juve, Juve. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> freaking Juve, man! You guys gotta chill, man. Um, but yeah, no, honestly, I don't think there's ever been a La Liga point deduction, let alone relegation. So for that reason alone, it's not gonna happen. They're not gonna get relegated. Yeah, trust. But um. Nah, I mean, obviously it'd be funny if they got relegated, but I can't see it happening. Um, yeah. Who knows? Um, it's tough, man, but um, who knows yeah, no, but what's going to happen. I'm not going to lie. I was like, these allegations go very, very far. Like, I know it may not seem far, right? Like, just an allegation. But, like, picture being in that locker room and just, like, Javi coming in and like having this conversation with you, like, yep, we you keep cheated. you keep talking that, about him, but he was part of those teams that cheated. <laughs> no, I know that's what I'm saying, but I'm just like, I'm saying like now as a manager, like going into your team, yeah, and like addressing your team based on where you were headed to, like, damn, like we were going up and now we're going straight back down. Like it just sits in the back of your head. Like I don't know, it's crazy to think about. I don't know. I don't know. Um, who knows? We'll see. I don't know. Barca are still Barca. Like, even regardless, they're yeah. always up and down. They just never seem to be up ahead. I'm not going to lie to you right now. The only reason, like, not to be biased, not to sound not like right. that, but the only reason that Barcelona won the league last season was because everybody massively underperformed last season. Yeah. That's my opinion. I feel like that's the case because it's true. I remember Rumors started strong. They had a bunch of, like, they went, like, undefeated for the first couple games, and then they just dropped off points at the end, and they caught them. And I remember last season, Atletico were so trash that they literally were doing so bad, and no other team below them were doing as good. I think Sosa had a a better season than usual. But other than that, I mean, everybody pretty much underperformed. That's the reason they won the league. This season, everybody was talking about, oh, Barcelona this, Barcelona that, and then the players they, like, acquired and this and that. But, um... They're still struggling. They started off strong, but look where they are now. They're still they're doing yeah. bad again to the point where they're literally, like, they're dropping points to freaking teams at the bottom of the table. Barcelona yeah. will be Barcelona. I feel like Porto got robbed in that Champions League uh, that game. If not, I feel like they could have gotten a point out of it. The only reason Barcelona will get out of their group, I think, is because they have an easy group, and even then, they might even bottle that, yeah. too. Like I said, slander aside, they just seem very inconsistent, and it's not looking good for them at all. I don't know what's gonna happen with this whole case. Honestly, I think it'll just it'll, yeah. people just forget about it. Honestly, honestly, I do think it is gonna be like I was also thinking about that. I was like, I think it is gonna be an OC that just gets dropped. Yeah, no, like people are just gonna forget about it. Like, oh yeah, that's right. Like whatever happened to that? Like nothing, nothing ever yeah. happened about it. It's just that was it. It just ended. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it is kind of crazy though. Oh yeah, speaking definitely. about Barcelona, speaking about Barcelona, really quickly, can we talk about like how many injuries these guys get in a season? Like, they got to be doing something wrong. Like, not. I'm talking as a Chelsea fan right now too. Like, goddamn, like my team is so <laughs> like a hospital bed. But like Barcelona can never just like catch a break. Like I feel like. Chelsea's injury woes just started like last season and this season like getting big I guess with like everybody always being um, yeah. hurt but I'm just like dude like Barcelona cannot catch a break with injuries like I don't know if these dudes are training too hard or if they have like a horrible medical staff or what it is that they're 
talk going on over there but they need to figure it out like i do not know i was looking at what the um like with the next um whenever the next el clasico who, oh, who their gonna lineup have. was gonna be and it was so shambles like who they're gonna have available because literally everybody's hurt like it's gonna be cringe to watch i'm not gonna lie i mean Rodrigo has some injuries too i mean um yeah i don't even know if they're gonna have nacho back because he got a straight red i think and i think it's three games yeah. so um he might not even play either they literally were playing i think two men they this past weekend they played too many in center back I mean, they kept the clean yeah. sheet, and he did good, but obviously it was, like, obviously for the weekend, so who knows? I mean, they got a bunch of injuries, yeah. too, you know? I mean, they lost, um, what's it called? Uh, I, I believe Alaba went down. Yeah, Alaba went down. They lost at a really tough for the season, mostly. Um, yeah. You know, so they pretty much don't have any center backs at all. They loaned out Vallejo, and then um, they loaned out, I think, their other young center back, uh, Rafa Marin. So they don't really have any center backs. The only center backs they have literally, yeah. that, that's why they, they literally played too many in center back. Because it was either that or like a, a youngster from Castilla. And that would have been, yeah. that would have been something. But um, <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. But uh, injuries is just crazy. I don't even know what it could attest to because Real Madrid's always been praised as having great medical staff. Like that's always like the thing yeah. with them is like they have crazy good medical staff. They're always just like, man, Real Madrid's like medical staff is like, goaded uh, like their their physio pintus that like, he runs them like crazy so they're always in shape yeah. so their injuries are not atoned to like to like uh to fitness it just atones to just like unluckiness i don't even know what like obviously like, ugh, like i feel like it's just like a dumb question to say but like what even how do you even get injured like how does your body get injured like yeah. with time like, how do you just one day just randomly just tear your ACL? Like, what if yeah. what if you, like, let, let's say anybody that tears their ACL, let's say that they didn't play that game. Do they tear the, their ACL the next game, the next practice, yeah. or do they just not tear it at all? Like, what causes yeah, it then and there for that to happen? Like, how do you injure yourself? Like, what causes it? Obviously, like, overload and a lot of wear and tear, but I'm just, you know, just curious, like, how do you even get injured period like how does it happen like what, yeah well what that's, it? that's where a lot of the chatter is kind of coming from right now overload because so a lot of people are saying and this is all chatter this is not me this is chatter from the interweb here so um everybody is just saying that la liga has crazy has crazy um um overloads and like there's also like a bunch of stuff going on like all these cups like so this is strictly for the... I'm going to talk about the Prem right now, yeah. strictly, just because, like, I can get a reference here. So, like, the Summer Series, people are starting to complain, like, why does the Summer Series have to be added? Because this is just giving another reason to, like, have players play and give them more opportunities to get hurt. So it's just, like, are we just adding too many competitions to the point where, like, players are just getting overloaded and, like, this is causing so many injuries? Because there is injury bugs everywhere right now like and it's crazy because just like some of our favorite players that we like to watch we just don't get to watch them anymore because they're all out like season ending injuries six month injuries three month injuries and i'm just like dude like at what point are we just gonna get to see everybody back and then just like see everybody play and i was like i don't know if it's if it's overload like everybody's saying i don't know if it's medical staffs i don't know if it's just the way the league is running like the refs aren't giving right calls and people are getting hurt like physically themselves like players so i don't know but it's definitely getting around and i mean i'm seeing it a lot with like the bigger teams so there's obviously your barcelona your madrid 
There's your Chelsea. I feel like um, who also had injury woes. There was another big club too that had a bunch of injury woes. Um, I think it. I think even City has some now at the moment too. I think, but they I'm just do. saying like, yeah. There's just like so many clubs right now like suffering from injuries, and it's kind of crazy and sad to see, to be honest. Yeah, so I want to say one thing I keep hearing is that it's from the overload from the World Cup last year being in the fall or the winter, I guess. And yeah. honestly, I would back that for sure because it feels plausible that that's what caused the injuries to happen is, um, is you know, like the World Cup happening at a different time as opposed to during the preseason because the World Cup would mostly, would most of the time replace preseason. So instead of, you yeah. um so instead of like you um you heading to preseason you'd head to the World Cup or like or what would happen is that you would play in the World Cup in June I think today it was in June and then in July you'd be off and then you'd come back to training and whatnot you'd get some time off after you come back from that and whatnot but since it yeah. was late in the season and then because it was late in the season they had to play a lot of games like in the build because I remember like. They played so many games before the World Cup, and then when they got back, yeah. they had to play way more games on top of that. And then they had um, preseason on top of that. So it, I think it's because they didn't have that much rest, I want to say. That's what I want to say. I, I feel like it's because they didn't have enough rest, and that's why it happened. We'll see. Like, next season, after, obviously, there's no World Cup this summer. I, well, I think there's international, uh, like, international yeah. championships, but it'll be back to normal. It won't be nothing yeah. weird like before. No, it makes sense. And quickly, now that you reminded me, I was like, we'll just we'll just leave that conversation there, and I'm gonna segue yeah, something else right before I forget. Yeah. What are your thoughts on a on a three country World Cup? I thoughts? Thoughts? I thought that the that the Korea Japan one was pretty. I mean, in 2002, I was like, what was it in 2000? Well. I think it's the. I think you were born. weren't you born in two thousand and two? Yes, I was born in two thousand and two. <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, in two thousand and two, I was seven, so I have very to little recollection of it. I just all I remember from that is that R that R nine is the goat. But um, other than that, um, that it just sounds so weird. Like, how are you gonna play in two countries? Like, you're gonna fly back and forth. So I can't remember how that format was. I don't know if they flew back and forth or it started yeah. off in like Korea and then ended in Japan. But I just yeah. I I don't like it. I think it's dumb. And I don't know if you know that. Um. So basically, people. I don't know. If, well, the countries are per, like uh, petitioning for them to have like the 100th anniversary of the World Cup being Uruguay because yeah. they're the ones that um started it off. Um, yeah. So they, I think it was Uruguay and Brazil, or I can't remember what countries were trying to bid for it, but they rejected it, and I think it was in favor of, um, oh, I forget what countries it was again, but um, it's going to be a, you're talking about three country World Cup, it's going to be a six yeah. country World Cup, so they're going to start, they're going to play, I think it's just, I think it's just those countries, so I think um, it's going to be Brazil, uh I think Paraguay, I think I think uh, Brazil, Paraguay, Uruguay, and Argentina, I think it's them. They're going to play one game, or I think one or two games in their countries, and then they're going to fly yeah. across the ocean and play in the countries that they're in. I forget what countries they were. I think it was, um, 
I think it was Turkey and Italy. I might be wrong. Yeah. I swear it was Turkey and Italy because 2026 is is the, is North America, obviously, which is Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. And then, yeah. so I'm assuming 2030, yeah, 2030 should be the 100th anniversary. So, And I think it was Italy and Turkey. And then, but yeah. obviously they're adding those three. But I'm sure you're asking me in the sense of like the World Cup that's happening in North America. And to answer yeah. your question, I do not like it because I feel like it makes it worse. So it's unfair for one because the teams that don't have to travel will have the greatest edge. And the teams that travel will be at the most inconvenience yeah. from it. So they won't get the same treatment that everybody else did, you know. It just it seems pointless and I, I don't I think it's dumb. Don't get me wrong, I think it's great that they do multi um countries so more countries can experience a World Cup, but I just I'm just not a fan, honestly. I just think yeah. it's kinda dumb and um I don't know. Um I'm a little upset. I uh, maybe I don't know who knows, but I'm a little upset that the final for the World Cup for twenty twenty six is gonna be in and uh, Dallas, it's going to be played in the Cowboys Stadium. Yeah. I really wanted them to play the final in uh, the Azteca, like the previous World yeah. Cups. Like, like Pele lifted uh, the World Cup in the Azteca with him wearing that sombrero on his head. Very iconic. Yeah. And then I believe that was where the hand of God happened in the semifinals against the yeah. England. And they went on, then Maradona went on to lift the World Cup in the Azteca as well. Like two of the most iconic, prolific players of all time, RIP to them, lifted yeah. the World Cup in the Azteca, one of the biggest stadiums in the world. So I just think it's so lame that they put it in Dallas, man. I'm just yeah, like, no, I agree, I agree. Uh, like I don't know, you you give me your point. So like, uh, I guess like, so we live here in the states, and you're a big uh, fan of American football. I don't know, what do you think? Where should they have the final? Like, don't get me wrong, stadiums like the Allegiant Stadium, which is the Las Vegas Raiders Stadium, and SoFi Stadium, which is the Los Angeles Rams Stadium. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what. I think it's the AT&T Stadium. I was like, I don't know what 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 the yeah. Dallas one is called. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. No, you just you just got. I don't know. I think it's dumb, and I think like the three the three country thing is simply a money move. Like you, they're just doing oh, yeah, what's going to sure. get the most money. Yeah. So obviously that's that, but playing in a stadium in the U.S. I don't know. It just does not like sound appealing to me. I don't know if it's being a football fan. Like I'd rather see them play in the Estadio Azteca, but I mean. Are they gonna do it? No, they're not. Like, no, I mean they already agreed it. Yeah, just being in a cow and like of all people, like I don't know if it's just me being like a cowboy hater. I freaking hate hmm. the cowboys. I so, mean, like, it just makes it. it, just makes it that's that funny. Much well, I mean, it, they could have it in SoFi or even no, but like, in the Raiders stadium. Even, like, say even if they have it in the Raiders stadium, it would just be weird. Like, it is not. I don't know, like just knowing it's in a like in a egg ball stadium would be mm-hmm. weird. Like it just wouldn't hit the same. And I feel like it being in the Estadio Azteca, it would just like feel like a more of a classic type of feel. Yes, and it would just be better iconic. and more appealing to the eye. But I mean, yeah, that's just uh, not what happens. So. No, it's not. Isn't the AT and T Stadium turf, or am I wrong? I no, the, well, so I'm pretty sure it is. But so what happens is every time they play on um. I'm pretty sure every time they play on um, a football stadium, they make it to turf. Or they make it a grass, not turf. Oh, so, it's, like, it's I don't one of those stadiums that shifted because Real Madrid recently got their stadium um, 
remodel and basically they have technology and also a, a Spurs stadium too have it where they can swap yeah. out the grass so they store the grass like underneath the stadium and they swap it out so Real Madrid's uh, goal with the remodel was to host events like they're gonna have multiple events like anything you can think of like concerts uh, yeah. like concerts basketball games uh, like all this stuff and um, that the, yeah. the grass changes but I don't know that's how the stadium was um the no, so, AT&T stadium. So, so that stadium, it's not one of those where it swaps, and that's kind of the problem right now with like and the NFL and like what's going on with them. They want to get like all the players. Are oh yeah, didn't they? The, didn't they, they agree? Grass. Didn't they agree to take out the the turf by by twenty twenty six right for the World Cup or something? Yeah, yeah. So that's going on. But so what's gonna happen after that? After they take off the turf, they're gonna put it back. So like it makes bro. Why? Exactly. Oh my god. That's why Brian, I just like, oh man. I cuz like how are you going to get turf, put grass and then when football starts put back the turf like it oh makes no sense god. at all. Brian, that's why players are mad. But anyway. I don't know how you can watch this sport, man. It just it's infuriating. Yeah. They're so lazy. They don't want to they don't want to maintain the grass. So instead of maintaining the grass, they're literally putting in turf. Nobody likes turf. I want to meet one person that likes turf. Any athlete out there, I don't care if it was if it's Sunday league, if it's uh yeah. if it's like uh you know under eights, fifteens, twelve, seventeens, twenty, twenty one, anybody that has played a sport of any kind whatsoever, have you played it on turf? And if you have yeah. Tell me you do not like it, because if anybody says that they like it, they are lying, because turf is horrible. <laughs> I'm just like, can you imagine yeah. playing a physical sport on turf? Like, um, can you imagine if you like, 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 let's say American football, right? You get tackled. Yeah. I know you're covered and all that, but imagine you're playing like, you know, like, uh, you're playing football, like regular football, and then you get tackled, like someone slides you, and your knee just skids yeah. on that. It's just. It's just so messy, man. It just doesn't make any yeah. sense. And you can tell it's a cop-out or it's, like, laziness. And they just do it because they don't want to maintain their grass or the turf, you know? Like, I just... Yeah. It's just so bad, man. Because I just... I think it's so aesthetically pleasing. I think it's so awesome. Like, when you see the groundsmen of, like, these big stadiums and oh, how they lay out the grass. And, oh, it's just... It's yeah. like an art form, man. It's just artwork. And it's just amazing. I love it. And it's just so sad that they're taking the easy route out, like the cop out. And I just yeah. hope that these guys, like, they fight it. So I'm assuming, watch, just watch. Something's going to happen is that yeah. season when they swap out all the turf for grass, the American football season's yeah. going to play out. They're going to have less injuries than normal. And everybody yeah. is going to advocate for it. Anybody, please, yeah. I say. Anybody under the sun well, that has some type it, of platform. Well, I know, but when the stats, because right now yeah. they're like, like, nah, 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 you guys are just yeah. talking out your ass. These guys don't play the sport. A lot of people don't play yeah. the sport. All I got to say is these people that do not play the sport have never played the sport or have nothing to do with the sport other than financial yeah. gain. You have zero say of the matter. If you've never experienced it, how can you personally say what you know is right from wrong. You do not know. Yeah. You've never lived it. You've never experienced it. They probably never set foot on the turf itself. So for them to yeah. say that no, you guys are you guys don't know what you're saying. You know, watch it. I just hope that anybody with a platform or anybody who's anybody will speak up and yeah. advocate it when these stats come out because it's 
turf sucks, man. You're more likely to get yeah. injured on turf, and when these when these stats get proven correct, I just hope that they don't like freaking um. I just hope that they don't uh they don't go through with the word, and I hope they just buckle and they just end up doing it the right thing, which is to literally just take that shit out, man. Turf should not be in yeah. any sport. I don't care what sport it is. There should be no turf. Art like actual yeah. grass is is good, but yeah. I went on a rant there, but I just um. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to rant because I hate, I hate that that whole thing. Cause that's so stupid, man. Like yeah. that just makes no sense. The whole yeah, turf no, thing. Dude. But no, but yeah. Back to what you were saying though. But I think multiple right. countries. Obviously, it's all money, of course. Like everything's money. Like if you think about yeah. it, money makes the world go round. And that's why you could see like let, let me tie it into this right. So FIFA is in charge of everything, and they're doing this for money. They're not doing it to include more people here, or there. They're doing it for the money, obviously. And then, yeah. like, if you look at it, like, look at UEFA, right? So they're making the Champions League more teams, I think, and more games. So they got rid yeah. of the group stages, but it's more games. The players don't want more games because they already play a lot. So it's just more games, more risks of injury. And then it's exhausting a full load, you know, like a full workload. But they're obviously yeah. doing it not for the sport. They're doing it. For the money, like they want to compete with other things. Like they got scared when they heard of the the Super League coming out, all this stuff, because they're like, no, because it's gonna yeah. take money out of their pockets. So now they're like, you know, let's make our own Super League, so that way we keep all the money. So it sounds like they didn't care about yeah. the integrity of the sport; they cared more about we're gonna miss out on this money, man. But yeah, I just don't like yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, because I just I brought it up because it made me think right now, like, well, just recently how they mentioned that there was going to be the 2030 World Cup with Spain, Portugal, and Morocco. And I was just like, dude, I was like, having like a World Cup in three countries, I was like, I feel like it's just going to be so bad because obviously it's a money move, but I'm just like, think about like all the fatigue these players are going to have and yeah. like the injuries that are going to come from all this. And I was like, since we were talking about injuries, it literally just like made me remember. I was just like, I wonder what your thoughts were on it. But, and remember, there's yeah. more teams, which will be more games. So yep. come the 2026 World Cup, we're gonna have more games in the in the regular league play because you're gonna have your cups, your leagues, and then your European yeah. football, which is gonna be more games. And then you're gonna have your World Cup, which is more games. So these guys, I don't. All I gotta say is. For any English fans out there, like if you're a fan of the of the EPL and you have an EPL team, I would be concerned and worried because the amount of games that your players are gonna play that year is Literally. insane. You got like again, once again, you got let's say you're someone that plays European ball. It, it, it doesn't even have to be a Champions League. It could be the Europa yeah. League or Conference. Like any of these guys that qualify for this, you got the league, the Carabao Cup. The the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, and then you got on top of that the the Champions League or Conference League or Europa League, and then if you're yeah. one of those clubs, if you won the Club World Cup, forget about it. That's another thing. And <laughs> on top of that, FIFA want to revamp the Club World Cup, so they play more games instead of it being <laughs> a knockout with the current champions. They want to do a freaking yeah. um like a legacy type thing where they have. Play or they have teams that wanted previously, that makes yeah. zero sense. Why yeah. it's called the Club World Cup? So it's like the teams that won the European, um, not European, that won their Champions Leagues. They play each other to yeah. decide who is the world champ. So it makes zero sense to have a team that did not win it partake in it. So if you think about it, 
if you play that on top, that's more games. And then on top of that, you go in to the World Cup in three countries, and then that's more games. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's just so much. Yeah. No, it's going to be crazy. No, yeah, definitely. These players are going to freaking drop dead at this point, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Literally, literally, it's going to be like that. It's just crazy, man. The The world has gone mad. And it's true what they say. Money makes the world go round because that's all they see. They don't care about these players. They don't care. So all I got to say is you, I hope that all these teams that are going to have this happen to them, I hope they have that squad depth ready. You better get these youngsters ready <laughs> for that rotation. You're gonna you're gonna see them like load up for a random game with a bunch of freaking under seventeen players. <laughs> it's like, all right, these guys are tired. These guys are tired. All right, let's play these guys. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like FIFA career mode, where like um you play all your youngsters yeah. against bad teams. Yeah, which is funny, man. That's that's a good topic. That's a good point. You know, like I totally forgot about that. You know, like that's a good point to make. I just don't think about it. Like honestly. No, I know. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, I'm okay. I I don't think it's that bad if it was Portugal and Spain, and then yeah. maybe it was Portugal, Spain, and France because they're all kind of connected. But yeah. Morocco is just like on the other side, yeah, man. So, like, like it just there's no correlation to it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it like on no the other side. <laughs> Yeah, no, because I was literally just thinking, I was just sitting there and thinking the other day whenever it got, like, announced and, like, they were talking about it, I was just like, dude, I was like, that, I swear that has to be, like, one of the worst ideas ever, but I mean, I was like, it is what it is, they're gonna do what they got for money, so. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't care. They just see dollar signs, that's all they care about. We always knew that from the start, but, um, man, that's crazy. I don't know about that, but I'm excited for that because that World Cup is most likely going to be Ronaldo's final World Cup, so I'm excited to yeah. see that one, honestly. Excited, but sad. Nah, he'll do it. That He takes incredible care of his body. Ronaldo's never... Of my yeah. knowledge, and I'm not a Ronaldo fanboy. I'm a Real Madrid fan. I love Ronaldo, but I'm not a Ronaldo fanboy. Um, I can't think of a time he was injured let alone for a long period of time i feel like he's almost always stayed healthy he's yeah. pretty much never been injured that i can think of um he just takes care of himself you know like i don't want to say he's like lebron james you know because i'm sure it's very yeah. uh very like what's the i want to say very cliched like the best players of their yeah. of their respective leagues never get hurt never get injured but these guys there's a reason they play for so long is because they take care of themselves you think if you didn't take yeah. care of yourself, you'd be able to play for that long? Like, yeah. obviously not. But we'll nah. see. Yeah. We will see. But that's a good topic. For I like that. But um, moving on, since we are talking about the international break at the moment, nobody likes the international break unless there's something <laughs> up for grabs. I know right now the Euro qualifiers yeah. are going on. But other than that, the European, the I mean, the international break is dead, man. It's dead, dead, dead. Literally been dead. Yeah, I just don't no care, action. man. Like, I think today was a good game. I think it was a Scotland versus Spain, and like I follow Spain because obviously a lot of my Real Madrid, yeah. Real Madrid boys play be lacing up and your for Barca boys. Oh yeah, definitely. More like our, <laughs> more like our Varsa boys. Yeah, <laughs> no, but they be suiting up, so I I be paying attention. Yeah. Uh, even then, I still couldn't even be bothered to tune into the game. I saw when it was going on live, but that's a pretty big game, and I still didn't really care or be bothered. Yeah. Um, no, it happened. No, yeah. But um, 
It's crazy. Yeah, it's just like, and that's like a big game. Like, but the rest of the games don't really phase me. They don't really care. I mean, who cares yeah. about Brazil versus Venezuela, even though they tied 1-1? Literally. I, honestly, sometimes I like even question myself. I'm like, why did these games even happen? Like, we know who the better team is. We know who's going to win. <laughs> why are we wasting our time? Right? <laughs> I mean, you never know. But Like, I'm sure there'll be a crazy upset, like, sometime but i'm just like why i mean i'm okay with qualifiers but i hate friendlies for the sake of friendlies they're just so trash because it's just not it and then during that time sometimes your club will play friendlies but they'll play some random ass team that makes no sense like here's one right schalke played heracles so schalke are in the Bundesliga too, so then the second division because they've been relegated and they haven't come up. They're playing Heracles, a yeah. team that I believe just came up to the Eredivisie. So a second yeah. div, um, a second division, former gloried uh, German yeah. team is playing a first division Netherlands team that makes zero sense. Yeah. All right, that makes no sense at all. Um, you know we got Mönchengladbach. Who played St. Truden, which I believe are in the Eredivisie. Oh, no, no, they're in the Belgian League. They're in the Belgian League. Yeah. Um, they're mid-table in the Belgian League, which makes no sense at all. Like, you would at least want to see, like, like, let's, like, I don't want to go crazy. Let's say you want to see, um, what's a good middle? Nottingham Forest versus... Yeah. Um, Athletic Bilbao. There yeah. you go. See, that's a decent lineup, you know. Not, yeah. <laughs> not Freiburg versus Basel, or um, <laughs> you know, it's just it's like a crack game. Yeah, man, I can't wait to see. You know, um, <laughs> you know, Bochum versus Hanover. I'm like, they already play each other in the league. Yeah, no. Um, you know, Werder Bremen versus St. Pauli, first division English, I mean, first division German side versus second division German side. I get it. You give your youngsters or yeah. your youth players or your reserve players a chance to play, but honestly, unless you're a super diehard fan, it's just no point. Why even tune in, you know? Yeah. If, and even then in these games, it feels like no one even tries, that nobody even, like, gives a shit. So it's like, why even yeah. bother wasting your time watching? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so... Qualifiers, good. I'm good with. Uh, friendlies, just for friendlies, I'm not okay with that. I'm I'm not a fan yeah, of that. No, friendlies are dead. Yeah, definitely. Not gonna lie. But I found an interesting way for us to make things a little more interesting. The international break, because international break is dead. So to make it interesting, we like I said, thought of a way to make it up to date. So we would do. So next time we do this podcast, don't know when we will cover. The halfway point of all the European competitions. So there's been yeah. some crazy things. So for one, we're yeah, gonna we're gonna talk about Piss G. <laughs> Piss G got demolished by the Geordies, just saying. Just saying yeah. a certain M PayPal went missing. Has anybody found this man? We should put his picture yeah. on their milk carton. <laughs> If you know, you know. <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta be older. Uh, as you're a fan of Mbappe. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. I am exactly. No, there's definitely been some crazy, some crazy movement. Like, I mean, we all expected 
I don't I don't want to throw them out there, but we all expected Man United to just get ran through. I thought they were going to do well. Bro. Hey, I had a feeling, man, and my they're feeling... They're just not happy. No, <laughs> they're not, man, but I'm here for it. Well, that's funny. We were supposed to talk yeah. about another thing, but we'll talk about it before we go into this, but I'm just saying... Um, yeah. We'll talk about the champ. I mean, the European stuff next time because they're on game week three, I believe. No, no, they're on two. So when they get to three games, yeah. so they'll be halfway through. Everybody's played everybody in their group. So before we form our opinion, um, you know, we'll we'll wait for that for next week. For right now, we'll talk about the the tables around the world, see where they're placing. But before we get into that, since Brian reminded me about glory, glory, man, United. <laughs> No, uh, they are down bad and atrocious. Oh I my literally do not know what happened to this club. But within like the span of one year, they have gone to the absolute bottom of what you can ever be at. Like I don't think I've ever seen a team hit so rock bottom where like everything is going bad and like obviously they have their problems with Ten Hag. Honestly, I'm team ten out. Like that dude needs to go. They are not it with him like at all and obviously he has his problems he's had his problems with Ronaldo got him out had his problem with Jaden Sancho and like he's probably gonna leave soon so yeah. I mean what what can you do at this point to fix Man United like I don't know what are your thoughts on their current state I think that Ten Hag is a fraud I think he's a fraud from the moment he did that to Ronaldo he disrespected one of the greatest of all time. From that moment on, I did not like this guy at all. He disrespected him from the jump. And I just not, did not like the way he went about it. Ronaldo literally carried them, I want to say, to second or third that season. Yeah. He got them through to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. You know, he single-handedly carried them over that line. And then th- yeah. that's how he is thanked for that reason. And what pisses me off the most is that you see other figureheads, like former figureheads from United that come in and they back his decision. Like I saw that Ole Ole Gunnar uh, Solskjaer say that he regrets bringing in Ronaldo. And I'm just like, have a spine, man. You freaking coward. How dare you say that? You saw he literally extended your tenure at this club. If not for Ronaldo, you would have been sacked ages ago he literally prolonged your stay at man united and you say that it wasn't a good decision of course it was a great decision of course it was it's just ten hog was is not that guy he's not that guy he never was he never will be that team he ran with the that crazy cinderella story he had with um with ix will never happen again he'll never run that again and um and i mean it's not I mean, it was it was a crazy good feat. They had a crazy good crop of youngsters, but Ajax has just be they have um they fallen off from grace from competing in Europe with the likes of you know like of Rijkaard, uh, Kluivert, uh, Cruyff, um, Seydorf, all those guys. I believe they all played for Ajax. All those guys, you know, yeah. like you have these guys in your squad. And then you go from that to just, like, selling your best players. Like, where they have one good season, they're like, all right, out the door, out the door, out the door. You know? But we're also, I was talking about Man United, but I'm just saying that the, just to show you, like, the fall from grace of that club yeah. and to show you that, like, he did that with that team. I'm like, it was a crazy good feat, but it'll never happen again. I see this guy in a year or two from now. He's going to be managing, like, 
I don't even know what he's gonna be managing like Sassuolo or something. Sassuolo or Literally. like or like Werder Bremen. Like even then, Werder Bremen is a bigger club, so I don't even know. But you're like, if he got a job at this point, like, if he got a job, so exactly. So bad. Exactly. His everything he's done is just so bad. And you're hearing recently people saying that um that all the players are upset that how he treated Ronaldo and then how they're treating Sancho, that Sancho works hard and he does good stuff, you know? And it's just yeah. it's just I think it's it's so horrible what he's doing at this club. Like he's not doing anything good for this team. All no let me put it this way. No manager in the previous couple seasons have had the kind of spending power that he has had. Mourinho didn't have this yeah. kind of spending power. I don't think uh, Ali Gunnar Solskjaer had this kind of spending power. They just didn't have this kind of money back then. And now they gave him the money to splash the cash. And what do they do? They buy a bunch of players and they go nowhere. Yeah. They disrespected De Hale and De Hale. Oh, my God. Uh, Bro, I, I know. I'm still waiting for that comeback. Oh there. my god! I that. know. I wish I could be the fly in the room at De Gea's house and then the United like dressing room because oh my god, De Gea every yeah. single week you just see Onana drop the howler or oh, Onana mistake here, Onana this, Onana that. I'm sorry, yeah. but Onana went from. The UCL final, I guess last season he had like a crazy amount of clean sheets. Yeah, he went from no, he from making the he went from making the Champions League final and he made it to United and he forgot how to play. He forgot how to play goalie. He literally yeah. forgot the fundamentals of the role of the but position. Did, did he forget to play goalie, or is Man United just such a chaotic place where like he just cannot function there either? Imagine. Like, I feel like you you just never know. But honestly, I'm like this is gonna sound very toxic on my part. But like I know, I was like just, <laughs> just be aware. I just want to alert anybody. I'm not actually this toxic. I was like I do want to throw that out there. But for this instance specifically, whenever the De Gea stuff happened, I'm not gonna lie. I've never like hoped for a bigger flop like for Onana. Not that I have hatred towards Onana. I just don't like Onana. But I just wanted it to like backfire on Man United because they were trying to use De Gea as a scapegoat, and I wanted them to know that it was not De Gea's fault. And literally, look at him now. Like, just look at him, dude. Like the downfall that Onana's ha- like had. I hope obviously things turn around because like I don't like shitting on players. I mean, I'm not gonna like. I'm not literally saying that I truly do hate this guy or like I didn't want him to do good. I just wanted Man United to realize, like, the mistake that they were making and that it was not that Hale's fault. But, like, just seeing everything how it is now, like, I don't know. It's just, like, literally making me laugh. It, like, brings or tears of joy to my eyes. Like, I don't know, man. I've never been happier for a downfall like this. Exactly. This is why. but And this is the reason why I wanted Madrid to sign De Gea. Because imagine the scenes, the headlines, like... If De Gea signed at Madrid and going into this international break, Real Madrid's first in the table. Real Madrid's first in their Champions League group, and they're on fire. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I, Kepa ended up having that glory, like, uh, yeah. that, that glory and having that one that uh, comeback story. But this could have been yeah. easily De Gea, easily, a hundred percent. That's why I wanted him to come to Madrid because I know he had that chip on his shoulder, and I wanted him to yeah. prove it. 
you know, um, but it wasn't meant to be. But I'll we'll see what happens because there were rumors that he was gonna join um, uh, Real Betis. I don't know if he's gonna do it. Yeah. I, I hope he does. I think that'd be great. You know, um, I don't know what's up with that. The rumors. I don't know if they they've calmed down or they died down. I just don't hear anything anymore. I hope he does. Because Betis have yeah. been kind of doing pretty decently well, you know. Like, um, surprisingly, you know, they they lose players every now and then because obviously they're not, not they're more of a selling club than obviously a competing club. But I hope he does end up signing there because that would be great to prove everything wrong, you know. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, you could tell he wasn't at fault considering like I think he had like the most clean sheets last season in the prem. Yeah, and it's and it's so hilarious because the last Man U game. They literally brought up a graphic of um, of the uh, like the last like six games of Onana with Man United and like De Gea and they had more clean sheets and I was just like, dude, I was like, what a graphic to show at that game. Exactly. Like, it was literally just like the ultimate like punch to the face and I was just yeah. like, dude, I'm glad. Like I hope every Man United fan was watching that and like just sat and watched. Oh, every United fan is seeing it, agreeing with it every single oh my god, that's why I love seeing these replays of like their reactions every game week when United play and and like Onana has like a howler and they're like crying and and they're going crazy yeah. and they're like, We gotta get the hell back. He's still a free agent. We gotta sign him back. Uh, it's just hilarious, but um, I don't know. It's just the downfall of this club at the moment. I don't know if these guys are doing it on purpose because they want Ten Hag out. I mean, it's a thing. You hear about it, that players underperforming. You see it. A manager gets sacked, and suddenly a team that hasn't won a game yeah. in like 10 games, they suddenly win comfortably, or they suddenly have an astounding win. You're like, where did this come from? You know, Obviously, you know where it yeah. came from. These guys just wanted the manager out. They wanted no part with this guy at all. They're like, nope, we've had enough. Thank you, but you must go. And you see that all the time. Um, I don't know if they're doing that on purpose now, but we'll see what happens. I I think that they're going to buckle down and they're going to try and justify the decision to have 10 hogs. So I don't think they're going to want to let him go. They're going to do yeah, everything they can to no, keep him. No, they're definitely not going to let him go. Nah, the only way they let him go is if they get like another 7-0 like they did against Liverpool, but as bad as they are, I can't see it happening. Who knows? Let me see. Who have United played? I can't remember. They, I mean, they got demolished by Brighton. Uh, yeah. They lost to Spurs two 0 but it wasn't like a crazy loss. Like they got, they didn't get demolished. They, they barely beat Brentford, and I think Brentford's the game they should have lost. Oh my! I was so mad. I'm like Brentford. Yeah. How are you gonna concede two late goals to lose the game? Like, come on, man. Yeah. I was then so upset lost about Crystal that. Palace. Crystal they Palace are very Burnley. mediocre. They barely beat Burnley one zero. They lost to Brighton. They lost to Arsenal. They had barely beat Forest, and I think Forest had gotten a red of that or that. No, game. no, no. Yeah. Oh no. Well, they were unlucky. Forest should have won that yeah. game, but they literally couldn't finish yeah. the game out. That's all. I feel like every honestly. single game they've won has been like by some enough. crazy circumstance. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or Scott McTominay, dude. We need to talk about Scott McTominay. This dude needs to be a striker. Like this Scott McSauce. Maybe he should. That dude is him whenever he's attacking. Maybe he should play Cam instead of center mid or CDM. <laughs> like. You should Speaking play about the international break, this dude just scored like a nasty. Uh, it didn't count though because of. Uh, got called back. Yeah, got called back. 
but I was like, dude, I like, saw this that. guy is him at striker attack and like just throw this man, give him the ball, man. To... <laughs> Let McDominate go. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, wrong, you know. Give him his I don't think anybody had. Did anybody have Scott yeah. McTominay stepping up for United to win them games on their on their bingo Literally. card? Because I don't think I don't think anybody <laughs> did. Because yeah, I, I don't think anybody did. saw that, you know. Because um. Yeah. That's what you're thinking when all is lost and you don't know who to, where to, where to turn to. Who's there? What's that? It's Scott McTominay. Yeah, I don't think anybody um, had that <laughs> on their mind. Scott McSauce. Yeah, that's, that's what they call him. Uh, yeah. It's funny. Oh, um, but, yeah, man. I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of Ten Hag like, after that Ronaldo situation. And it's funny because every day, more and more and more, Ronaldo was proven right. Don't get me wrong. I I get it looks bad that what he did, he went to Piers Morgan. He had that interview. But you have to grow. And if you have to call out the team to grow, then it is what it is. If he had yeah. to call them out, it was for a reason. He doesn't just do this. When he left Juventus, he didn't do this. When he left Madrid, he didn't yeah. do this. Like It was because he didn't see any progression. He didn't see any change. He literally yeah. said... The lock, not the lock. The training facilities were the same as when he first was there. Like, can you imagine, like, going to like? So he left, and I think (laughs) he left in two thousand and nine. Comes back in, I want to say twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. No, twenty twenty one. He comes back twelve years later, and he's just like, "Yo, nothing has changed. What is going on?" You know. In a world where teams every year are advancing and progressing, their facilities, their scouting network, everything that you can think of, and they're just they're just complacent with what they had. They're just not bothered at all to change anything. Like you know, that's just bad in that sense. And um, he was yeah. right to criticize it. They just don't like criticism, and they just didn't like that. I don't know yeah. who Ten Hag think he is. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. That's all I'm going to say. He's not that guy. Um, yeah. He's not. So he needs to get off his high horse. He had one crazy good accolade or one crazy big uh, piece on his resume. And after that, he thinks he's on the level of these big, huge managers. You know, like he's not on the level of your Sir Alex Ferguson's, your Mourinho's, your your Ancelotti's, your Arsene Wenger's. I don't know who he thinks he is, but he's not that guy. Um yeah, but yeah. even when he talks, you can just tell he's not that guy. Like he sounds clueless on the mic. I'm not gonna lie. Exactly. I've heard some last couple like a bits of his interviews, and I'm just like, dude, like, what is this man saying? Or like, what does he believe? Like in his team, I'm just like, exactly. there's like no belief. It's just, it's, it's sad to be honest. But. Yeah, this B Tech Walter White over here. So um, I don't know, man. Um, but Ten Hag out, man. Well. I like seeing United in shambles. Um, <laughs> now but, Ten Hag in. You're right. As a as a rival <laughs> fan and as a avid enjoyer of the ship sinking, I'm enjoying it. But I just do not. I don't like tag. I want this man unemployed. Yeah. But then again, I, I mean, I think he still gets paid whether he gets let go. So maybe keep yeah, him and make no, him earn his paid. make him earn his money and suffer and squirm on the on the sideline. That's what I would say. Make him squirm on the sideline. Yeah. He was like, "It's been three years. Why hasn't he be? Why hasn't he been sacked? Because he has one more year on his contract. That's why." Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. Oh man. Oh, I don't know. I just 
I get so frustrated talking, thinking about that guy. This guy is just, he's just, he's just, I don't know who he thinks he is, man. But, yeah. um, but yeah. Well, anything you have to say, Brian, before we move on about Ten Hag? Obviously, we didn't even touch up on the Sancho situation, but I mean, I understand Sancho, like, he yeah. is, he's sticking to his guns. He's like, so basically they said, if you apologize, we'll let you come back to the squad and you'll be able to play games. He's like, nope. He would rather not play games than apologize. I mean, a he has his morals. He has his his um his his right yeah. to not want to. I, I understand. Like, can you imagine that? Like, you did nothing wrong, and they want you to apologize because you let out in public. Like, uh, you let it out in public about stuff that's going on behind the scenes, or like you counter. Like, I understand. Can you imagine if someone accused you of something, and you're just like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, I never did that. I, I like, that's not true. Yeah. Like, don't be lying on my name. You know, and then yeah. I can understand why he would do that. Um, who knows? Maybe, but yeah. then, like, he took down that post. Maybe they're like, if you take this down, we'll we'll let you play. And then, like, now nah, now you gotta apologize. He's like, I'm not doing all that. I'll take it down, but I'm not gonna apologize. Um, yeah, no. The, yeah. the only thing I kind of just been like about the situation, like how you mentioned, I'm kind of just glad he's sticking to his guns. Because I mean, I feel like he shouldn't be pressured to like throw like give in to like what's going on basically because i was like i personally think like he's i think i'm on his side i was like i'm honestly like all with him i have i feel like um ten hog is just not him so like i feel like obviously there's been a couple situations there's obviously there's obviously been the ronaldo one to where it's just like it's giving you it's just giving you more and more proof that like it's not the player's fault it's ten hog's fault and like he needs to go before we start seeing problems with other players and a lot of players are already starting to get frustrated. So it's just a matter of time, to be honest. So yeah, we'll see what move they decide to make, but I mean, I'm sure he's going to be there for the rest of this year. So, or at least this season. Yeah. Um, unless something crazy happens or like they get demolished. I don't see him. going. I think, I think even if something crazy happens, I think he sticks there. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I feel like they've committed so far to like 10 high that they're just not going to get rid of him this year. I guess that makes sense. I, I mean, I mean, the Glazers at the end of the day, they don't care about the team. They don't yeah. care about Manchester United. All they see is dollar bills when they think of Man United. Like, why would we want to sell? This is our cash yeah. cow. We just ra- rack in the money, and we don't have to do anything. So we don't care at all. So they don't care. Yeah, no. So I can see it, you know? Yeah, because I feel like if that was going to happen, like if they were contemplating getting rid of them, like stuff would have been coming out that like, you know, that they kind of, they're giving them like a, like a like he's on a short leash and like stuff like this would come out, but no, like they've kind of committed to him, even from like last season. So I mean, I think they're just gonna stick to their guns and let the season play out and see how it goes. But I mean, hopefully, for football's sake and for Man United fans' sake, I guess hopefully something does happen to where it's so drastic that he has to go. But exactly. as of now, he is here to stay. Yeah. So any United fans out there, let us know. Uh wherever you listen to this, wherever there's feedback, let us know. What are your thoughts? Are you Ten Hag in or are you Ten Hag out? I mean, you just never know, right? So I yeah. want to hear their opinion. You know, like, I feel like if you're a United fan, you don't like Ten Hag. I mean, there's got to be, yeah. there, there can't be a single person that's Ten Hag in, right? But, I mean, there was people that were arson, arson Wenger in, like, when he had overstayed his welcome. So you never know. But yeah. I can't compare those two. One won multiple things. The other guy hasn't done anything, so I can't even I can't even mention them in the same sentence. So I apologize to any Arsenal fans that 
I offended for comparing them both. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, buddy. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's that. I don't know. Manchester United, been they're in the mud. They're always going to be. And um, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. It, at the yeah. moment, us rival fans just enjoy relishing in their uh, their sweet tears, I guess you could say. Yeah, but so yeah. I say we just leave it at that and just let them let them suffer. Yeah, <laughs> let them let, suffer a little. Bit. Let them suffer a little bit more. Um. So okay, uh, we're gonna talk about this. I guess we could just graze over really quick. I feel like it's been kind of beat, um, like. What's the word? Beat into the ground already a lot. I don't know if that's the same yeah. to say. Um, but um, your thoughts on we're a little late, but I mean we're like two week game weeks yeah. out. But your what is you say that you say that, but something just happened the other day, and I will bring it up right now. Actually, oh that's right. <laughs> okay, so ironically enough, yeah. So ironically enough, <laughs> so so VAR is very controversial in the sense of. The point of bar was to make sure that there was zero mistakes on the field because I will say I will I will swallow my pride and say that yes there have been some questionable calls that have come towards Real Madrid. Every team has had their moments. I know I've seen that that clip yeah. of Ronaldo diving and it looks very bad and I mean, it's the game. Everybody dives. Come on, man. Every footballer dives. Your favorite footballer dives. Everybody dives. But my point is, back then, there's so many calls that were horrendous that were missed by on-field referees, and that is the reason why VAR came into play, to avoid this type of thing, um, yeah. which is why it came into play. Now, these guys aren't performing it correctly, and... It comes down to these guys, but I'll let you say what you're gonna say right now. But I'm gonna say is, I've heard a story about a ref that I guess so. I guess they alternate and they swap turns like inside the bar yeah. room and on the field. Literally. And one I'm sure everybody's already heard of is that there was a ref on the field, and I guess he already had a bad game in a sense of like he kept having to come back to the screen because he kept missing things, yeah. and. The guy inside the box, he was a, the the referee on the field was his friend, and he didn't yeah. want him to have to go to the to the screen again after dropping the ball so many times. He want yeah. he didn't want him to do that. He didn't want to make him look bad, so he just let it go. Or he did him a solid, but at the expense of the team. And at that point, that's where the professionalism goes out the window. You are there to provide the service of the job. Your job is to make sure that the on-field referee called it correctly, not to spare your mate's feelings, I'm going to say. Um, but I don't know. It's just It just seems so pointless, and I think it's so dumb that that's what it's come to where it's like, oh, yo, like I did a bad game. You'll do me a solid. Yeah, just, uh, just overlook it, right? Yeah, don't overturn yeah. any of my calls. Like, no, dude, like, you messed up, yeah. so we're going to call you out on it. That's the point of R, you know? But, yeah, but yeah. but your thoughts? Go ahead, Ryan. You can bring up the recent um, thing that happened. Obviously, everybody knows about the Liverpool one and how the call yeah. got ruled off and all the scandalous stuff. I mean, if it keeps happening to Liverpool, I will say, as a, <laughs> as a fan, as a mutual, that there's some controversy going on here. 
But at the yeah. moment, there's no collective group doing everything they can to win the league yeah. because City's not getting any calls in their favor that I can think of. Yeah, so obviously, no, so obviously, there's no, there's no, um, what's it called? There's no stigma that they want to keep City to winning the league. I'm pretty sure they do yeah. not want City to win the league because yeah, if, if anything, they do not. Yeah, if City wins the league, this will be the record fourth in a row, which nobody has done. I'm pretty sure that they do not want that, so why would they rig it for them? But even then, they haven't rigged for or against them, so I don't know what there would, what agenda they would have, what that they want Tottenham to win the league to show that yeah. they didn't need Harry Kane. I mean, I don't know why that would happen, but yeah, but yeah, go ahead, Brian. You you give us you give us your spiel. You go ahead. So I'm gonna make that. I'm actually gonna make this very simple and very like. I'm going to give you one specific example, and it's going to be a clear one if you've been watching the games because it was a pretty big game. So my problem with VAR is that it is just not consistent. Whenever I look for something like from VAR, I just want consistency because obviously I know like stuff's going to go down and like obviously that crazy video just came out with Liverpool and like they literally said that it was an onside, like he was onside and then they – they just completely ignore the fact that, like, they kept the call off sides. And, like, they're just like, oh, no, we can't go back to that moment. Like, that's hearing that just made it crazy. And I'm just like, all right, there's definitely something, like, deeper that needs to get looked at when it comes to that. And that kind of questions, like, that made me question, like, for um, the refereeing for other games. And, like, when there's VAR, I'm just like, if that's going on now, like, what's going to happen when this is, like, a big game, like, a big game-time game and something like this happens? Like, and hearing the audio just made it so much worse. Like, it literally just put into perspective how bad that was. But anyways, beyond that point, I'm like I said, I was like, when I look for VAR, all I look for is clarity. Whenever the biggest example I saw of this last, um, I think it was, like, a week or two ago, um, I'm going to bring up ironically barcelona mm-hmm. so the the game they were um they were down oh to two to what's it called to which one name? which one um i think i know what you're talking about uh granada or yeah i think it's Granada. it just happened um i think yeah. i think it's that yeah, one right where well, there was a foul or something yeah yeah okay so it is granada i think because no, there was no, another different, game different different but so that that game, I bring up this game because it was the game where Granada's obviously like not doing well in the league, and Barcelona is was was playing them, and it was supposed to be an easy win. However, early on they caught themselves down 0-2, so then obviously they had to make a big comeback. However, they did make a comeback 2-2. The last moments of the game, literally the last wait, Brian, of the game. was it like a while ago, or uh, did it just happen because they also tied 2-2 no, against Mallorca? Oh, okay, then it was Granada then. No, it was Granada. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, because I was watching this game. Because as soon as I saw on Twitter that they were down 0-2, I was like, I got to watch this game. Because I was like, it's going to be a good <laughs> Oh, yeah, you were so watching then, this game. You were telling me about it. Yeah. That's right. So then I literally tuned into it, right? Last minute of the game. Obviously, Barcelona had the momentum. Well, like, they ended up get, they ended up coming back 2-2. They had the momentum. I mean, they were supposed to be better. Like, they were just obviously a better team than Granada. Yeah. But it's a free kick. I'm pretty sure it was a free kick i from what i remember they kicked the free kick the ball is like 10 to 15 feet over i believe Bedri or gavi one of the two it was like 15 feet over their head 
he decides to try to header it. And then it bounces, lands to Jao Felix. Jao Felix scores. They call it offside. If you look at the replay, they this went to VAR, by the way. It went to VAR, and VAR decided it was offside. The ball was nowhere near um, Pedri or Gavi. And if you look back at the replay, like they literally slowed it down and everything. Granada's goalkeeper not once reacted to the ball over Gavi's head. He, or I'm going to say Pedri because I'm pretty sure it's Pedri. Not once did he look towards Pedri's way. My man went straight to Jao Felix because he knew the ball was like 15 feet over him. He knew there was no way he was going to reach it for a header. So my man reacted to Jao Felix, who it landed to. But because they decided somehow that um, that somehow Pedri had like an influence on that goal and like it made the keeper move that they were going to call it offside. But when you slow it down, like it was funny because they were like, you could hear the commentators talking about it. And like, it, like it was basically known that like when it happened, everyone's just like, "Oh, it's a goal." And when you come back and hear that VAR says it's offsides and like it's no longer a goal, I'm just like, "What?" Like you're literally left confused. And ironically, like at the moment, everybody was just clowning on Barcelona because that's like close to whenever they got called with the with the cheating scandal. They're like, "Oh, it's because you guys are cheaters." Like they're they're not hmm. gonna help you guys this and that. But like, I was like just seeing that, and what it made me think of when I. When I think about consistency, do you remember last year that goal that Marcus Rashford scored? Yeah. That Mar- so yeah, I know that, what you're talking about. Yeah. That one specific goal. Yeah. Wherever like he went and like he had an influence. Where that time he actually did have an influence, but they called it a goal and they called it onside. But like he made a run, and it obviously made the goalkeeper think that Rashford is gonna get the ball and it ended up going to somebody else and like they scored. Well, that's what I'm talking about. So if you think about this game with Barcelona, if that's a goal last year, why is this not a goal this year? This goal had way less of an influence. Like, literally, I swear to God, there was, like, no influence by Pedri. The goalkeeper reacted to Jao Felix, and somehow it was still called offside. If VAR said last year that that Marcus Rashford um, situation was a goal, how is this one not a goal? That's where I'm confused. Like, their VAR is starting to get to the point where it has me questioning what is a goal and what is not, and what is offside and what is not. Like, VAR is meant to make it easier to understand football, and for some reason it's making it, like, a lot harder because there's no consistency, and it's starting to, like, get me really, really upset. But, yeah, I don't know. That's just my take on it. I just want consistency. Like, I don't want it to be one day we get this call, the next day it's not this anymore. Because I feel like that's a lot of what it is. Like, it's one game. Say for Liverpool, for example, like, that goal is um, that goal is called offsides. The next game, it's called onsides. Like, you got to have it to where it's the same thing for everybody and make it reasonable. Like, if it's reasonable on the screen, how are you still going to go? Like, oh, my God. I'm just, like, thinking back to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I'm not even a Liverpool fan. Like, it was just stressing me out. Like, I just don't know how you can be so, like, like a hypocrite and like go against everything that's like being told like you're literally being told this goal is onside and it's nope it's offside so i don't know they just needed they were saying the communication to give it they're saying that it was that um they the people in the var were supposedly they thought that they were checking to see if it was a goal and they said yeah yeah it's a goal it's for sure it's onside but yeah. they didn't know that the ruling on the field was that it was offside. They thought that they were just checking because every goal 
for the most part, they check if there was any offside, handball, or yeah. foul in the build-up to it. So they're saying that they thought they were doing a routine check, and they said that's why they checked it so quick. Because they're like, oh, no, yeah, it's onside. But then they didn't know, and so they pretty much okayed the goal to not stand. But that's yeah. not the case. Um, so that's what had happened. But I know what, what you're talking about. I heard that Barcelona goal was disallowed because um, because uh, Ferran Torres was offside. Like, his arm was out of... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think it... Or is that another goal? Because the the winner, yeah, I think it was a different one. Because the winner, I remember, um, the they thought they had won the game, and then um, he was offside. He was offside. His arm was extended. It was clearly offside. Um, no, I'm I'm talking about one where it's a cross, and like somebody jumps. I'm pretty sure it was Pedri. He jumps in the air, like like supposedly he's gonna header it. Yeah. And it goes past to Joao Felix, who was at the moment he was onside, but since Pedri jumped. Then, and he was um, offside? Like, yeah, apparently he was offside. But, like, the whole time it was going to Joao, and that's the one I'm talking about. Like, it was clear that it was a goal. The other one I think you're talking about is a different one. Okay. I it thought, wasn't that one. Yeah, I thought you were talking about that one. Okay. Oh, well, no, that one was offside. Yeah, well, I see it as if the goalie hadn't reacted, then it wouldn't have been a big deal because it didn't have that much of an impact. But if the goalie had reacted yeah. to it, then obviously it would have had some impact because it made the goalie literally shift and yeah. uh, go out of position for that reason, but it's just, it's just tough, man, it's shady, even Real Madrid has had, had some shady calls, you know, like, in the Champions yeah. League, that pen that they conceded against Napoli, that was not a pen, so, yeah. and that is what pisses me off, because you see it a lot, so, if you know, okay, let's say that a player purposely hits the ball into a player's hand, and then it gets called a pen, how does that make any sense at all, like, how is that a pen? Because then in that case, wouldn't people just look to hit people in the hand yeah. instead of actually taking a shot? Because I remember something like this happened last season and against Real Madrid where Alaba was on the floor and he had his hands on the floor and the player literally hit the ball towards Alaba's hand and he couldn't react because yeah. his hands were on the floor and they called it a pen and it's just like, what was he supposed to do there? And then the player, you could easily tell that he aimed for his arm and they called it a pin. And that yeah. and that tackle, he sl- Nacho slid the ball, and he got the ball, but the ball deflected and hit his hand. I just don't know how that's a pin. Yes, it hit his hand, but it was off a of deflection. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like um, it hit his hand first. And it's funny yeah. because nobody was even calling for it to be a pen. They're freak, they're calling for it to be a corner. Like I think Osimhen was like, "Oh, it's a corner, it's a corner," and they're over here yeah. looking for a pen, and they got a pen. Like they weren't even asking for a pen; they're asking for a corner because they are saying that it went out on them and it wasn't a goal kick that it's a corner. And instead, it went to like, "Oh, it's a it's a corner, it's a corner." So like, "Oh no, it's a pen." Like what? Like that makes no yeah. sense. And you could tell because the Napoli players weren't even advocating for a pen because every time the player is always like, "Oh, it's a pen, it's a pen." Whatever this or that, but you could just tell then there that it was not a pen at all. When the players don't even aren't even asking for one, because players, let's be honest, they ask for a pen always, whether it's a pen or not. They'll just say, they're like, oh, it's a pen, it's a pen, and they're like, no, it's not. Even though they'll try it, or they'll commit like a stone cold foul, like, nah, it wasn't a pen, it wasn't a card, or it wasn't a red card, but they know it was, you know. But um, that's just, I just don't get it because at that point. Because the VAR checked it. VAR called it pretty much. They called the ref to, um, yeah. they called the ref to like go and look at the screen. 
And at that point, it's just it's just it's just so dumb, man. I just don't know. VAR is just at this point just messing up and just doing nothing right at the moment, yeah. in my opinion. I don't know. It wasn't a pen. It was given a pen. Luckily, Madrid ended up winning the game. But if they ended up losing the game or drawing or dropping points, it would have been so bad for them because they missed out on those yeah. points. So they got lucky in the end. But it was so not a pen, man. Like it was unwarranted. And VAR really needs to get their shit together when it comes to their calls and all this stuff, you know? Because, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of these guys, like, it ties back to what I was saying earlier. Like, these guys have never played the sport. They don't know how the sport is or this or that. You know, it feels like the game is soft now. Like, I know everybody's tired of saying the game has gone soft, the game has gone soft, this and that, this and that. But, um, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's just... It's true. It's gone soft. The game has gone soft for sure. Like back in the day, the tackles yeah. you would see were insane. They wouldn't even warrant a card if barely even a yellow card. Now those ta- those those tackles those tackles those tackles would see straight reds. Now those ta- those types of tackles then would see straight reds. Now like you hear it in every sport. The game has gone soft. The game has gone soft. And I mean, it's true. It's yeah. right. You know, like. You can't have any contact at all, like, whatever, whatsoever, and it gets called a foul or it gets carded. I don't know. Just same with that. I don't, well, let me ask you. Do you think that that Curtis Jones tackle, do you think that's a red? Can you be honest? Can you? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think it was a red, man. I think... He went in for the ball. He uh, he got the ball, but then his ball, his momentum, you know, like the momentum of the tackle and the movement. It's a 50-50 tackle. It's just one's going to get the ball. Where, I'm not going to lie. It's one of those where, like, I feel like it just depends the state of the game. To me, if I'm being honest, it wasn't a red. But, like, I mean, I can see the justification for it being a red. But, like... Like I'm saying, if it was up to me, I just wouldn't do it. I'm not a fan of get, like getting rid of players. It just makes like it ruins the game whenever you like. Obviously, I'm not saying like if somebody like tries to break someone's leg, they're not gonna get out, you know. But like if it's like something close and you know it's not like crazy intentional, like just let it play, man. Like don't don't always just the first instinct be to try to get rid of players and trying to get them out of the game. So, like, for that instance, I wouldn't have took him out. Like, i just let it play. But, I mean, obviously everybody has their opinion on that. No, yeah, exactly. I didn't think it was a red. And then I thought the two yellows on Jota were so soft, man. Like, the oh, second. Yeah, okay, that one. That oh, one my God. That Those was so, so soft, man. The Bro, first wasn't e- the first one wasn't even a cart. And yeah. the second one, like, the guy, it's his choice to send him off or not. Like, Sometimes yeah. they were already down to 10. How can you bring them down to 9? Like it's just yeah, sometimes yeah. you got to think and be like, "Nah, I can't I can't do it cuz they're already down to 10 and it wasn't even that yeah. crazy or hard of a tackle for me to like warrant another card, you know? Like I feel like when someone's on a yellow, you have to really earn the second yellow. Yeah. Like I feel like you have to no. really earn it otherwise for you to just go straight red over the smallest little shove or hit is just so it's just so sorry, man. Yeah. No, with that situation, the first one was definitely not like a card worthy no, tackle. No, it was not. The second one at most, it's like a light yellow. Yes, like, it was light that, for sure. That was my opinion on it. But I was just like like I don't know. I what well, it I feel like because it started bad regardless with him already getting a card. So, like, at that at that point, like, it seemed bad. But, like you said, 
you have to make a decision at that point where they're already down a man. Like, are you really going to put them down too? And, like, I know you're trying to do what's best for football, but, like, come on, man. Like, that, you literally have to think back to where, like, was that first one really worthy to, like, yeah, like I already gave the first one, so that's gonna make an impact on the second one, you know. So exactly. that's kind of one where it's just like you just pick it up. But, yeah, because nope. I'm not trying to that's give them a pass me. because I've heard of stories where yeah. like the ref will mess up and give somebody a pen, and they'll try to make it up by giving like a soft pen to make up for the first pen. Yeah, that's not okay either, man. Stop like yeah. stop making up. Stop like uh trying to warrant your bad decision by giving it another bad decision. Two wrongs don't make a right. So them doing yeah. that doesn't help it at all. Like honestly, you just gotta commit to that. Whenever you just take the L, you just take the L on it and you move. Exactly. So for this reason, exactly, like he should have not given him the second because, like, all right, the first one was even a yellow to begin with. It was soft, so I'm not gonna give him this card now. But if he does it again, then obviously I'll have no choice but to give him another yellow. But that was so soft, man. He got sent yeah. off for that, and and I guess you can't um. You can't uh, appeal to yellows. You can only appeal a straight red inf- uh, infraction. Yeah. I think that's so sorry because they need to start okaying that because some of these yellows are so horrible. I remember the, another one, like, I think it was on um, Tomiyasu earlier in the season where, like, it wasn't, yeah. where, like, it was, like, not a double yellow, like, they, that he should not have gotten sent off. And you can't appeal those. Like, that makes no sense at all. Um, yeah. And I don't know, I feel like it's gone kind of, kind of soft, man. I just feel like some of these calls are just not right at all. And they need to just take a step back and just think about it and stop being so quick to, let, to like, um, send anybody off. Because at this point, it feels like there's, like, a bet. Like, there's a poll. Like, all right, guys, we're going to put a, we're going to put a, we're going to have a, we're going to have, like, a bet on who, on how many cards this guy gives each game, like, at this point, there's, like, some high-stakes gambling going on. They're trying to put money yeah. on how many cards you think this guy's going to give out. But I don't know. I just don't think yeah. it was. I don't. I think those calls were very shady. Even though I'm a Liverpool fan, I'm not trying to be biased no, in this sense. Because some of these calls are bad, you know? Like, I don't know. They're just... Uh, I just don't like them. It's, I'm not for it. I think it's the dumb. The is getting soft. Everything is getting soft around the world nowadays. A hundred percent, man. It's just not the way it used to be anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that is VAR at the moment. We hope things change and they fix. Oh, another big thing is, um, um, I guess they had brought to their attention if they wanted to implement the technology from the World Cup where... It tells you if it's offside oh, yeah, or not, yeah. and they decided not to. And yeah, people are trying to make excuses saying that it's because you can only do it in an Adidas ball, and they're sponsored by Nike. Yeah. I was like, nah, man, that's a sorry-ass excuse. Yeah, I literally. If it's really down to that, you can license the technology from Adidas. If it's really come down to, like, oh, yeah. only Adidas has it. Like, why does only Adidas have it? That makes no sense at all. You're telling me, oh, you yeah. guys are, like, big powerhouses, in like the sporting world, like Adidas, Nike, Puma, you know, all yeah. all these guys, and you're telling me that none of these guys have the the capabilities to implement this kind of thing into their balls? Like, nah, man, it's it's just yeah. so dumb. That's just their excuse to like not have to get it. But um, that that's what I'm hearing about it. But they should have had it, you know. Like, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Not 100%. Yeah, because if it's good enough for the World Cup, why wouldn't it be good enough for the Prem? You know, like, what excuse? Like, what reason? What good reason? And I said good reason, not what reason. Because you can give me any reason you want, but I said good reason.
you know, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's just crazy, man. The world, so much stuff has gone down yeah, in these last like, couple of weeks, but yeah. yeah. We're saying that, no, literally that, that's literally what I was just thinking about right now. It's just like, I feel like so much has gone down and like, not like so much things have gone down and it's in a down slope for the sport. Like, I feel like it's not things that are good things, you know, like, I feel like it's a lot of things that are kind of causing controversy yeah. and bringing a lot of attention to the sport. And like a lot of things are being exposed, which is not good. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's just how it's always gonna be. Like with everything now, like everything just gets brought to your face with yeah. everything, like all the technology and everything that we have. Everything's just gonna be exposed, and you're just gonna see everything for what it is. So I mean, it's gonna have to move, but it is crazy everything that is going on right now in the world. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I was gonna say okay. So last thing I was gonna say before we move on, we'll wrap up real quick. But um. Uh, yeah. I think it's so sorry, and I'm saying that a lot, but um, that all these fans are like trolling Liverpool for that loss. Like, there's a lot of uh, oh, yeah. they're over here think it's funny. I'm just like, what if the roles were reversed and this happened to you? You got to think about it in the grand scale. If they make this mistake for Liverpool, why wouldn't they make this mistake for any other team? Like, what if it's yeah. you next time and you get robbed out of points? Like, let me put it this way. If Liverpool miss out on the league by two points, this is the game that did it, that yeah. lost them the title. If you're a fan of one of these clubs and you lose out on the title or the top four because someone made a mistake that was very bad, like it was a very bad call, wouldn't yeah. you be pissed? And it's just like for all these fans that are like trolling Liverpool and they're they're trying to banter and all this, like it's just... I'm all for healthy banter when it's like warranted, but you gotta stick yeah. together in these in these state in this state of mind because at one point it'll go bad towards you and all those fans are gonna be like, Well you didn't you didn't support us, you didn't back us, you're laughing at us, so why are we gonna back you? Like I'm seeing United fans, yeah. I'm seeing Everton fans. These guys are literally coming out and being like, you guys were robbed. You you guys were robbed. You guys should have won this game. These are rival yeah. fans. Like, I kid you not. These guys have hatred for this club and the sense of rivalry. United hate Liverpool. Everton hate Liverpool. Um, you know, like, to the point where, yeah. like, a lot of these teams, like, you, the rivalry so strong, you would rather see yourself be relegated then your biggest rivals win anything and that's the hatred of the rivalry that is in the sport and these guys are coming forward and saying and agreeing with you and saying you guys were robbed you didn't deserve that you guys should have won the game or you guys didn't deserve that call that you were robbed yeah so everybody else trolling i think you should do better because it need to put the banter aside for this moment and this topic and think about the grander scale. What if it happened to you? That's all I got to say. And that's very frustrating. Nah, with, with that really quickly too, like I'm also with you. Like I feel like the banter at times can be too much. And like, I feel like you got to think about it always as like your club in that position. And I was like, I know damn well, if that was Chelsea, I would be so mad and like so pissed, especially like, because Liverpool, are, we're in, they're in the title race. Like, let's just be a hundred percent. They're in the title race. They could have literally with that game. I think they would have been. Yes, the they would have so been. Like, I think without that call, they would be two yeah. points clear at the top of the table right now. 
Yeah, so like something like that is just so crazy that it happens. And another thing I want to bring up is that I just literally remembered they said that after that, like what happened, those referees will not referee Liverpool anymore this season. Only Liverpool. Can we get these guys out? Like, I don't want right? Can we just game. fire these guys? Anything. Right? I don't like, want. I don't want these. I, they made that mistake with Liverpool. I don't want them making that mistake with my team. Like, get these dudes out. I do not right? want them there again. That's crazy, by the way. When I saw that like report, I was just like, "There's no way they still have a job after that." Right? It's like, like I don't yeah, want. I don't want these guys like, refing Sunday League, man. Yeah, we're we're just not gonna ref Liverpool anymore, but we'll ref all the other prem teams. Like, what? Like, <laughs> how does that make any sense? No, it doesn't. Anyways, yeah, that that was just like one last thing that I just remembered about. But... No, I forgot about that. So it's all good. The good thing you brought it <laughs> That's up. That's crazy. That's just hilarious that they're just like ah it's okay we just won't have you guys do those games anymore you know like yeah uh, that makes no sense at all like it's just like yeah. ah yeah you're just gonna Champions League game next just if it's Liverpool no but if it's somebody else right yeah, just take exactly nah it's it makes no sense it's just there's no there's no um there's no consequences for like these guys need to have consequences yeah. for making mistakes like in this grand scale you know like. Common human error—that's yeah. that's like a foul or a card, maybe. But when it comes to deciding the outcome of a result, like that's when it's a grand scale thing where they really need to come down and drop yeah. the hammer on them. I don't know, because if they're not cautious about their calls, then things will never change and they'll stay the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. Know, we we kind of end up running longer than I thought we were. You know, uh, we might. Yeah. I was gonna say cut it short. We're not gonna be able to get to talk about everything, <laughs> but um. Yeah. All I'm gonna say as we end off, um, right now, if you are a football fan, you are over the moon unless your team is right now doing horrible. But if you are casual, you are over the moon <laughs> right now. Literally. It feels like every. League is competitive. Every top five league, yep. there is a title fight, and I am here for it, and I am very Literally. excited about it. Literally. All right, we'll take it away. So we're going down the list, right? So I'm going through my foot mob, right? So my number, my yeah. first league, I'm going to go through La Liga. Real Madrid is the top of the table, 24 points. Girona in second, 22 points. Nobody expected Hirona yeah, to be in crazy. second. That's, yeah, no, that's insane. That okay. Exactly. I had them to freaking go down. They're about to make me look like an no, idiot. I, that's one of the ones where I said they were gonna be. They were gonna be an upset team, didn't I? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I yeah I'm pretty upset. sure you did. I just didn't yeah. think they had. I didn't it. think they were gonna get second though. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, they're one of City's feeder clubs. They sent a bunch of their yeah. youth guys here on loan. I just thought that the, they would just go down or stay in the lower like uh part of the table and then eventually fade yeah. away but they're i mean they're surprising me big time uh barcelona's in third like always atletico's down in fourth bilbao's making a resurgence there in fifth atletico bilbao haven't really been up here in a bit because they've kind of fallen off a bit it's kind of hard for them yeah because they can only sign basque players and then below them is their basque rivals we got sociedad rayo who's always just upsetting everybody's up here and then Betis, Valencia, Valencia, I thought they were going to get relegated because they did horrible last season. 
And you got some big boys down yeah. at the bottom. You got Celta in the drop zone. Uh, Sevilla just got themselves out of the drop zone. They're in 14th. Villarreal are 16th. The team I had to win the league who are disappointing <laughs> me big time. So there's a lot Tell of you. there's a lot of upset going on. You know, it's just it's interesting. La Liga is very yeah. interesting. I know there's a point gap right now at the top of the table because of Madrid, Girona, and Barcelona and all that. Yeah. But but give it time. There's a, there's a challenge going on. I'm excited for it. Um, Girona is a Catalan Cat. Uh, Catalan club, so I'm all for Catalan club yeah. finishing above Barcelona. Okay, um, the Prem. Here we go. We got Tottenham in first, Arsenal in second. Who said that? Nobody thought they would ever hear those words. Uh-huh. All right, City yeah. in third, Liverpool in fourth, Villa in fifth, Brighton sixth, uh, West Ham seventh, Newcastle eighth. This is crazy, man. Like this yeah. fight at the yeah. top of the table is just insane. Any of these guys could possibly win it. You forgot about the main contender in number 11. Number 11, Chelsea? Yeah, I forgot about Chelsea United in 10 and 11. (laughs) Oh, my God. But the crazy thing is that nobody wants to stay in the Prem. You possibly have, you have, like, a good seven teams that are, that could drop because they're so horrible. Sheffield United, horrible. Bournemouth, horrible. Burnley, severely underperforming. Luton, I kid you not, Luton should be higher. They've thrown so hard. The whole league is throwing, and they can't capitalize on it. I kid you not, they should at least be at seven points. They should not have lost to Burnley, and um, they should have done more, man. But Luton, they might stay up because the rest of the team is, the rest of the league is trash. So if Luton stay up, they're going down next season. I feel like... Burnley will start performing soon. I don't know. They've been playing they, very badly. We'll have, see. I feel like they've been picking it up, though. I'm not going to lie. I mean... And, I think they, did, we'll and they did just pick up a win against Luton. So, yeah, it was the game that was delayed. It was the game in hand. But, I mean, that's not... Yeah. Those are the games you're supposed to... Since they're the, the relegation yeah. rivals they're going to be facing. So, obviously... But Luton are still above them, so it doesn't even make a difference. Yeah. But yeah, the prime is crazy, and I'm excited. I love me a promotion and relegation race. It's always exciting. Um. But yeah, the, that's the prime. So now we take it away. We go off to the Serie A, and uh, my unfavorite team, AC Milan, are in first of <laughs> twenty one. But then we got Inter with nineteen, Juve, Fiorentina, and seventeen. Fiorentina are making a resurgence. Napoli fell off a bit. They're in fifth. Um, yeah. another crazy thing, Roma are mid-table, they pulled it back a bit, they were in the drop zone for a bit, but they pulled it back yeah. somewhat, um, but yeah, so, that's crazy, you know, the, it looks like there's some type of fight going on in the Serie A, so it's, it, it's been different winners each each year, so it's no longer that Farmers League as of now, yeah. um, more competition at the top of the table, for sure, and then, alright, off to the Bundesliga, this is the biggest one, Leverkusen uh, in Leverkusen first, undefeated, Undefeated with 19. Crazy. Stuttgart, who almost got relegated last season, stayed up through the playoff, the relegation playoff, in second 18. Bayern with Harry Kane. They're in third. And then Dortmund in fourth. And they started off the season, they dropped some big points. If they hadn't dropped those points against Heidenheim and, um, I forget what other team, Heidenheim and, um, what's the other team? Heidenheim and Bochum. If it wasn't for that, they would probably be at the top of the table up there with Leverkusen. Yeah. It's, honestly, they shouldn't have dropped those points. They started off slow. They're picking it up now, but they're up here. Leipzig in sixth somewhat. But Heidenheim, who 
me and Brian had Heidenheim and Darmstadt to go down there mid table. Yep. We I mean we'll Union, see. Union Berlin is thirteen. I'm not surprised. Like, I mean, you gotta this, I've seen them higher. Nah, you just gotta see it. I don't want to call them a one season wonder, but I feel like all their luck kind of yeah. ran out last season. You know, it's just we'll see. There's still more games to play. It's only seven games in. It was more to play. But speaking of yeah. one league, one uh, one year, what's it called? Um, wonder. One year wonders. We go to League On where we have Lons oh, and, and Lons in fourteenth. Um, Lons are in 14th after they made it to the Champions League for the first time. And I'm not surprised. I knew this was going to happen. They lost players and I knew they were dropping form. But that's not even the surprise. Leon on the verge of relegation. Literally. Oh, my God, man. Oh, I can't believe it. so bad. This this team is being, like, it's just being uh, run so horribly right now. I feel so horrible. It's so horrible. I just... Such a glorious team on the verge of relegation. They're going to end up like Saint Etienne and and League and League yeah. Duh stuck down there for a bit. They've been down there for a bit. And remember, before PSG became PSG, Saint Etienne were literally the number one uh, the the holder for the most titles. I don't know if they still are, but they were, and they're not even in the league on anymore. Uh, yeah. Top of the table, we got Monaco in first, seventeen. Nice in second, sixteen. Nice is undefeated. PSG, they picked it up a bit. They're in third, but they're still they there's still more to play. And Brest is right below them. They barely beat Brest this recently. I'm not barely, but they just beat them. So they yeah. leapfrogged them. Brest in fourth with fifteenth. Rams in thirteenth. I mean with thirteen points and fifth. Marseille dropped a bit. They're down to twelve points. Yeah. But the big news is that um what's his name? Zidane has agreed to be the president yeah. if they get bought out. By Saudi, which is insane. Yeah. Can you imagine Saudi Crazy. versus Qatar in the sense of PSG Marseille? And to see that'd be crazy. Yeah, and to see Zidane return, oh, that'd be insane. I'd love that. So I'm excited about that. You know, but it's just that just goes to show you how crazy the top five leagues are, you know, at the moment. Anything yeah. can happen. But yeah, that's pretty much the tables at the moment. So if you are a football fan, then you are enjoying it everything is great right now you know champions league is also living up to the hype you know we'll cover that next time when when everybody hits their third game but it's looking good as well so it's looking good if you're a football fan everything is looking good right now exactly unless your team is facing relegation or they're underperforming massively you are enjoying life i feel like even if they are facing relegation it's kind of interesting right now oh, yeah. like a bunch of these lower teams like there's a lot of space still to where like you can see some of these other teams actually end up dropping so i mean we'll see where everybody ends up oh i know it'd be very interesting to see chelsea in the championship yeah no, <laughs> talking more about like everton e- oh my god i still think it'd be hilarious <laughs> if they play their brand new stadium in the championship <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Plus, I don't know if they have the the relegation clause in their contracts at the moment. So, yeah, yeah. If not, they're about to play a, a pretty. They're about to pay a pretty penny, and these players don't have to terminate their contract. So, if the player don't want to go, they don't want to go. Just saying. But um, I mean, who knows? We'll see what happens. But uh, it's very interesting at the moment. So much going on. We missed so much. That's why this episode is so long because we just haven't. Um, we yeah. haven't been about in a bit, so that's why this one's a little long, but pretty much. I just much... wanted to catch up a little bit. 
Oh yeah, for sure. No, no doubt, for sure. That's what we wanted to do. But um, but yeah, yeah. but yeah. So that's pretty much. It. Before we wrap up, Ryan, you have anything you want to say? I feel like hopefully we can get another episode out soon because there is still a lot more going on. But definitely, just glad to be back. I feel like we covered a lot, and I mean, yeah, oh, just yeah. be patient with us guys. Those like our schedules are busy, but we appreciate you still supporting. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the episode, and yeah. Yeah, pretty much what he said. Like I said, hopefully soon we can record the the halfway mark of the Champions League and we can reflect on the crazy results and the outcomes of the table at the moment for all the champ for all the European competitions. And we'll continue from there. We pretty much covered everything. That's how we ran long because there was just so much to talk about that we wanted to talk about. It was hard for us to choose what to talk about, what not to talk about. We had to Literally. cut some things out, but there's just so much that went down that it was tough not to talk about it, you know, so... Yeah. yeah that's pretty much it so once again guys like we always say if you enjoyed the podcast be sure to give us a rating of five stars anywhere that they have ratings if there's a comment section you leave us a comment and you let us know your thoughts um whether you like it whether you don't like it yeah. uh, any points that that you want to make whether you agree with us in some points uh your take on some of the topics that we talked about um yeah. a lot of stuff, everything all that and more don't forget we have a youtube channel where we upload the podcast episodes on there pretty much podcasts go up to like the big major podcast but mostly wherever you get your podcasts um we have a youtube channel so be sure to check that out for any future content and like i said it goes uploaded on there so if you have youtube premium you could just listen to it in the background whenever you do stuff i don't know about you brian but when i when i'm out at work or doing stuff, I I listen to podcasts more than I listen to music anymore. Dang, I, I, I don't that even. That is me nowadays. Yeah, I'm a big podcast guy. Exactly. I don't even listen to music anymore. I just be listening to podcasts. Like honestly, so you can listen to us in the on the background all the time. So wherever you may be going, whatever you be doing, um, but yeah. But thank you guys very yeah. much. We really appreciate it, and we hope to see you guys in the next one. See you guys. See you guys.